Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, we're learning more about the extraordinary federal investigation into former President Donald Trump and the legal basis for the unprecedented FBI search of his Florida home. The attorney general spoke publicly for the first time about the Justice Department probe into whether the 45th president illegally removed classified White House records. I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. CBS's Robert Costa tonight has new reporting. Threats against the FBI on the rise. CBS's Jeff Pegues reports on a suspect who allegedly tried to breach the agency's Ohio field office with an AR-15-style rifle and a nail gun. The hours-long standoff that followed. Gunfire was exchanged. Gas prices fall to the lowest point in five months. But CBS's Errol Barnett talks to drivers who are still feeling the pain. So you're encouraged by this, but still... I'm looking for more improvement. <laughs> the CDC's new COVID guidelines. More than two and a half years since the virus first hit, the U.S. loosens restrictions. Our Dr. John LaPook is here to make sense of it all. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, and thank you for joining us. I'm Margaret Brennan, in for Nora. Tonight, the Department of Justice is asking a federal court to unseal the warrant that the FBI used to search the Florida home of former President Donald Trump. 
agents were looking for classified documents that may have illegally been taken from the White House. We learned today that investigators first subpoenaed those records this spring. Fifteen boxes of presidential records were removed by federal authorities earlier this year and returned to the National Archives. Attorney General Merrick Garland said today a federal court found probable cause to justify the warrant and called on a judge to make those details now public. Garland, the nation's top law enforcement official, said that unusual disclosure would be appropriate because the former president is talking publicly about the search. We have a lot of news to get to tonight, and CBS's Robert Costa is here to start us off. Good evening to you, Robert. Good evening, Margaret. It was an extraordinary moment. An attorney general who rarely goes before the cameras speaking out about the Justice Department's probe of a former president and an FBI search that has jolted the nation's political scene. Attorney General Merrick Garland took ownership of the decision to search former President Trump's Florida residence this week. I personally approved the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. He also announced that the Justice Department has asked a judge to unseal the search warrant, handed over to the former president's legal team earlier this week when federal agents arrived at Trump's home. And the attorney general asserted it was Trump who publicized the search. The department did not make any public statements on the day of the search. The former president publicly confirmed the search that evening, as is his right. Garland's move to unseal the warrant punctuated a politically and legally charged week. As supporters rallied behind the former president, who declared the FBI search part of a witch hunt against him. Left unsaid why exactly FBI agents were authorized to go in, and which documents they took from the residence. Since I became attorney general, I have made clear that the Department of Justice will speak through its court filings and its work. The search was part of an ongoing federal investigation into documents Trump took with him when he left the White House last year. CBS News has learned that former Trump advisors have been questioned in recent months about how the former president dealt with sensitive materials and classified national security documents during and after his presidency. CBS News confirmed today that this week's FBI search was preceded by a grand jury subpoena this spring, which led to a June meeting between investigators and Trump's lawyers to discuss exactly how documents were taken from the Trump White House. And Robert Costa is here now. How has the former president's team responded? Just minutes ago, the former president issued a statement saying he and his lawyers have been fully cooperating with the probe. But they have a deadline, 3 p.m. Friday, to oppose the Justice Department's decision to unseal this search warrant. Questions still about what sensitive information may be in those documents. Exactly right. Robert, thank you. After Monday's search at Mar-a-Lago, anti-law enforcement rhetoric online is growing even louder. Today, an armed man in Ohio allegedly attempted to breach an FBI field office, leading to a shootout where the suspect was killed. Here's CBS's Jeff Pegues. Police say the heavily armed gunman drove up to the FBI building in Cincinnati around 9.15 this morning with a nail gun and an AR-15-style rifle. 
When armed agents confronted him, he fled and led police on a high-speed chase down Interstate 71, which ended in a gun battle in a field near Wilmington, Ohio. A gunfire was exchanged between officers on scene and the suspect. The attack comes after the FBI search in Mar-a-Lago prompted calls for civil war and violence on social media. Democratic Congressman Eric Swalwell received this threat. Swalwell's a worthless piece of We've never seen a moment like this before. Jonathan Greenblatt tracks threats at the Anti-Defamation League. As soon as the news broke about the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, there was a tidal wave of anger and animus that came from radical supporters of President Trump and a wide range of extremists across the sort of MAGA movement. With threats increasing, DOJ officials removed information about the judge who signed the Trump search warrant. Today, the attorney general defended the agents and prosecutors. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. The men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. Here in Washington, city officials have been monitoring for potential threats. In fact, across the country, law enforcement has been following threads online, and some of the chatter that they are seeing is similar to what they saw leading up to January 6th. Late today here at the FBI, the FBI director Christopher Wray released a statement saying that unfounded attacks against the FBI erode the rule of law. Margaret. Jeff Pegues, I know you'll continue to track this story. We do have some good news for drivers. AAA says the average price for a gallon of regular gas dipped below $4 for the first time in five months. Here's CBS's Errol Barnett. Today, $3.99, it's good. It is a rare glimmer of financial hope for those frustrated by fuel prices. What does it feel like to get at least this small bit of relief? Um, it feels good. You know, I got a little extra money. The national average for gas dipping below $4 today, almost two months after hitting a record high. Relief stemming from an increase in global oil supply and decrease in fuel demand, helping to lower the rate of inflation. How encouraging is that news to you? Well, it's great. The trend is good. The trend is your friend. But we are not out of the woods yet. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger warns the bigger economic picture remains perilous. The problem that we see in almost every category is that you can look at a given month and say, phew, we're down from the peak. And yet when you look back a year, it's still stunning. While lowering in the past month compared to 2021, gas prices are up 44 percent and airfare is 28 percent more expensive. You're still paying more than you were, you know, two, three years ago. Average rent costs have jumped 14 percent. It's twice as high in places like Cincinnati, Seattle, Austin and Nashville. There are millions of Americans who will continue to be under pressure until we see that inflation rate come down. 
And to Jill's point, a third of Americans are now spending their savings to cover all of these increased costs, according to one survey. And while the price of regular gas has come back down to earth recently, diesel, which is the lifeblood of transport and goods all across the country, is 54% more expensive, Margaret, than one year ago. Errol Barnett, thank you. Well, on the pandemic front, today the CDC updated its COVID guidance to loosen a number of its health recommendations. CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. John LaPook is here now with the details. Good evening to you, doctor. So what is the biggest change? Margaret, the CDC is trying to consolidate and simplify its guidance and remind us the pandemic is not over and a lot more people still need to get boosted. One important change has to do with shortening mask wearing after being infected with COVID. You still need to isolate for five days, but instead of then having to wear a mask around others for five more days, you can do a home test on day six and day eight. If they're negative and you have no symptoms or if symptoms are improving and you have no fever without fever reducing medication, then you can stop wearing a mask around others. And there are also some changes I understand about how someone who's exposed to COVID should behave. Right, Margaret, I just confirmed this with the CDC a few minutes ago, that if you are exposed to somebody with COVID, you no longer have to quarantine whether you are vaccinated or not. However, you do need to wear a mask for 10 days around others and get tested at day five after exposure or sooner if you have symptoms. And Margaret, this should lessen disruption in schools and elsewhere. Dr. John LaPook, thank you for breaking it down for us. Well, tonight, firefighters in southwestern France are battling raging wildfires fueled by one of Europe's drought, worst droughts in centuries. It has been a brutal summer. Historic heat waves across western Europe have killed thousands. CBS's Roxana Saberi has more from London. In a region of France renowned for its wine, wildfires are raging. Over 1,000 firefighters are struggling to contain the blaze near Bordeaux that's forced thousands to flee their homes. Countrywide, roughly 220 square miles have gone up in flames so far this year, nearly six times the annual average. Blazes are also breaking out in Spain and Portugal, fanned by consecutive heat waves and little to no rainfall. With more than 60% of the European Union and the UK now under a drought alert or warning, reservoirs and rivers are receding. On Germany's Rhine River, a crucial commercial route, some ships have cut cargo to avoid running aground. Here in England, the first six months of this year were the driest in nearly five decades. Coupled with the recent record high temperatures, that's left the ground at farms like this one parched. Mike Swirling has had to buy costly supplements and dip into winter feed because the grass his sheep normally graze on is too dry to eat. This is the driest I've ever known the farm. People are going to have to realize soon that it takes stable weather for us to produce food, not just in the UK, but globally. So this should be a wake-up call? It should be a wake-up call, definitely. Parts of England and Europe are expecting rain in the coming days, but scientists warn climate change is making droughts and heat waves more frequent and intense. Margaret? Roxana Saberi in London, thank you. Well, tonight's Eye on America, the important life lessons being taught down on the farm when we return in just 60 seconds. 
If you have thyroid eye disease and your bloodshot eyes have you seen red, it might be time to discover another treatment option. To learn more, visit treatted.com. That's treat, T-E-D.com. I'd like to speak to customers. I just want to speak to a customer service representative. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Oh, representative. Please try again. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, buddy, come here. You need a hug. Oh, there you go. You also need consumer self. You'll talk to a real person every time. As nice as you? Much nicer. Well, almost. <laughs> get the exact same coverage as the nation's leading carriers and 100% U.S.-based customer support starting at $20. Consumer Cellular. Ah, allergy sufferers. Bedtime means it's time to take Zizol. Zizol relieves allergies while you sleep, so you wake refreshed. Plus, it works faster than Claritin, and on first dose, provides the same relief as Zyrtec in a pill nearly half the size. Be wise all. Take Zizol at night. A farm just outside Kansas City is growing more than just crops in its fields. CBS's Janet Shamlian has more in tonight's Eye on America. There's more than food growing on this patch of farmland, a crop of boys becoming men. It's a two-year agriculture-focused, free entrepreneurship class called Boys Grow, offering mentoring to 14, 15, and 16-year-olds, many lacking important life skills. The soft skills we teach are skills that they're going to be able to continue on, but they have an opportunity to, to learn them out here. After working in the juvenile justice system, founder John Gordon was looking for a way to inspire kids, like Kendrell Kirkwood. He told me to go to college, college is worth it, do everything that I probably wouldn't want to do because next thing you know, I might want to do it. There's a need in the Kansas City metro area where data indicates there are nearly double the number of youth homicides compared to the national average. And in Missouri, black students are half as likely as white students to graduate college. Three days a week in summer, the 10-acre farm is worked by four dozen teens, tasked with everything from planting and harvesting crops. This is your cylinder head. To auto mechanic work, even culinary training. Put a couple of peppers on each one. All for which the boys earn a paycheck. How do you think this will help you? I feel like it will teach us a whole lot of stuff, like as we were talking about the social skills. Does it help that you get a paycheck? Oh yeah, it does help very much. 22-year-old <laughs> Somo U was in the 2016 class, now working as a mechanic. What part of your experience here still sticks with you today? I think just tenacity and like going for what you want and then like the entrepreneurship part of it too. With marketable skills and the ability to work as part of a team, Graduates have gone on to Ivy League colleges and well-paying jobs. I see the evolution of these kids every year, and that's, that's one thing about my job that never gets old. A unique initiative planting the seeds of possibility and harvesting young talent. For Eye on America, Janet Shamley and CBS News, Kansas City. Up next, an oil spill forces major pipelines to shut down in the Gulf of Mexico. And an emotional night for Serena Williams. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. 
All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Tonight, production is paused at six oil rigs in the Gulf of Mexico. A leak at an onshore facility in Louisiana forced Shell to shut down two pipelines that can move as much as a half million barrels a day from the Gulf to the coast. Officials at the facility say about two barrels of oil spilled and there was no impact to the Gulf. Shell says the pipelines are expected to reopen Friday. Serena Williams lost her first match since revealing this week that she is getting ready to leave professional tennis. The 23-time Grand Slam champion was emotional after losing in the second round of the National Bank Open Wednesday night. It was a tune-up for what's expected to be her final U.S. Open in a few weeks. I'm terrible at goodbyes, but uh, goodbye. (laughs) Toronto! (laughs) Thank you, Serena. Up next for Williams, the Western and Southern Open, which starts on Saturday in Cincinnati. Still ahead, the post office raises its holiday shipping rates. How much more will you have to pay? The U.S. Postal Service is increasing rates for holiday shipping beginning in October. First-class packages will get a surcharge between $0.30 and $5.85, depending on the weight and distance. Tonight, an NBA first. All 30 teams are retiring the number six in honor of the legendary Boston Celtics center, Bill Russell, who died last month. Players who currently wear six on their jersey, including LeBron James, will be allowed to keep doing so, but the number will not be issued again. We'll be right back with the nationwide effort to help these adorable rescued beagles find a home. We end tonight with what volunteers hope will be a new beginning for 4,000 rescued beagles. Here's CBS's Manuel Bajorquez. Here we go. They arrive here nervous, sometimes sick, often hungry, and always into new experiences. Having their feet on the grass for the first time ever. The first time ever? The first time ever. These dogs have not touched a surface that hasn't been rubber since they were born. You're seeing them getting to run and hop. They've never done that before. Sue Bell is executive director of Homeward Trails Adoption Center in Fairfax Station, Virginia. A code tattooed inside the dog's ears, a sad reminder of their recent past. The puppies that were born, they would stay until a certain age and then be put in plastic crates and sent either by truck or by airplane to research facilities where they would then spend their life in a cage undergoing any number of medical or scientific research projects. But the research company breeding them shut this operation down. Now, an army of workers and volunteers is helping the Humane Society move the dogs to shelters across the country. 4,000 beagles. 
As they arrive at Sue Bell's adoption center, so did the dog lovers, like Andrea Justice. We don't need more dogs, you know, we have two, but we have plenty of room in our hearts and our house. Another new experience, being part of a loving home. Manuel Bajorquez, CBS News, Fairfax Station, Virginia. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Margaret Brennan, reporting from the nation's capital. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.